it always happens. The weekend we have a tournament, something exciting happens, uh, either on the girls' side or the boys' side. The exciting this week was watching Wyzetta burst and watching Minnetonka fall, right? I mean, that's... Did I miss anything else this weekend? Uh, yeah, there's some other good juicy scores that we can save for later. Okay. I mean, that to me was FOMO. And when you guys, when do you guys have FOMO and when it comes to hockey? Mm, I, that's hard to say because there isn't a game that I usually don't drive to. Oh, here we go. But that's true, though. What do you mean? Uh, you, you, you've just never, myself, I can name five, five of your FOMOs right now, and you don't, section, you don't have the guts to Saturday. name one? Yeah. Section Saturday, I have FOMO. Okay, see, don't go, okay. go I always do I this. At every it. game that matters. Okay, every, I'm going to sign out If early. there's an important yeah. game, I'm going to be there. Rah, 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 rah. Okay. Carl. very good daddy impression, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> it really was. It looked like Donkey Kong. Kind of, well, you look like that. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Carl, when when do you get FOMO? Donkey uh, FOMO. It's, it's when I'm watching a game online, you know, on a you know, little laptop screen, and you can just hear that it's an awesome game. The atmosphere is through the roof, and I'm like, well, I'm on my couch. Yeah. Yeah, that's happened to me. That happened to me a lot mm-hmm. during COVID. I watched yep. a lot of couch <laughs> games that year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Holy smokes. So, well, before we uh, cut to the show, uh, it should be a good show this week. I'm kind of excited to uh, hear about it because I was definitely FOMOed out this week covering the Lumberjack Cup. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Boys High School Rink of Fire podcast. Tonight's pod is sponsored by Jack's Cafe, three generations of great food for any special occasion. The Red and Black League, the largest boys and girls high school league in Minnesota. And Summit Orthopedics, 11 locations throughout the Twin Cities and specialists ready to treat any sports injury. And now, here's Danny, Carl, and Tony. Is a burning thing, and it makes a fiery ring bound by wild desire. You guys remember the good old days when I would read the intro? I fell into a ring up, and I would come onto the show, and you guys would like cackle at me yeah that was great i mean i i kind of miss it but at the same time it's also saved us 45 minutes so <laughs> i'll settle for it. it well guess what now we have someone new to cackle at it's our good friend kayla who seems to can't find the button yeah and there's only eight of them you know and she's just too lazy to write down on a piece of paper which button is which yeah, and she true. just but she got true. that one congratulations mm. i have a feeling Going forward at the end of the show, she might have screwed it up again. That being I hope said, she doesn't edit that out. Yeah, this is all edited now. Yes, it will be. Uh, nicely shame. Edited. Shame. Hey, I never take anyone's words out. 
Yeah, right. <laughs> Redacted. Besides my own mistakes. That's right. That's Redacted. Right. Black markered. Covering for yourself. If no you would have met the Kayla I met in September to the Kayla I know now, I was like, wow, the real, real Kayla is coming out. The real Slim Shady? Mm-hmm. Real Slim Shady. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So let's do it. Let's uh, get to some uh, rankings, some news, and all the good stuff that Carl brings. Yeah. So we'll start on a very somber note. Um, some sad news out of St. Cloud this week. Charlie Boyke, St. Cloud crush player, um, passed away this week in a, in a car accident. So we just have to send all our love out to St. Cloud and his family and that whole community. Yeah, I saw that just as I walked in the office. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not a good time. No, 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 not good, not good. I've, I've heard of multiple players being involved in accidents this year, this like obviously being the only fatal one, but be careful out there. Yep, I agree. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, some good um, news. Yeah, a couple of coaching milestones to mention. Have Joe Pankratz, Prior Lake, got his 200th win this past week. So, big win there. And then John Ammerman of Moorhead in, I they say, fairly little time is up to 150. That's amazing. Yeah, that mm-hmm. is pretty good. That is amazing. Holy smokes. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, any injury then, updates? Yeah, we have a couple here. So, Kate Gahansky of Hermantown, out four to six weeks with an injury. So, Whoa. big blow to the Hawks. That's a yeah, long time. I, I'm kind of yep. guessing he'll be back in time for the January that, that 15th game. matchup. Circle yeah. that one as yeah, four. This is return four date. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then we had Caden Casey of Andover was out for a little bit. Sounds like he's on his way back, slowly working his way back into the lineup. Yeah. He, he When I saw them play this week, he just played power play. Um, and then got a penalty on the power play, so he spent more time in the box than actually on the ice in that game. But yeah, special. Yeah, so Dang. big one, big one there, and may have something to do with Andover's uh, week this past week, which we'll get to in a little bit. Yeah, uh, or, then, or will uh, we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then Tony, you were waiting to remember one other injury. Have you remembered that? No, injury? I haven't. I, haven't. Oh. I think it was Kohansky, actually. Okay, <laughs> I, I really do. I really do. I, I... It'll come back to you when I'm reading yeah. scores, probably. Yeah. There we go. Correct. Anyway, and then we'll wrap up the news with with Danny's jersey corner. Um, heard Breck was wearing some reverse retro jerseys from a previous state championship team versus Blake this week. Yeah, those were some old. Um... Were they the actual jerseys? Yeah, yeah, those were the actuals. Because you really? can tell by they were K1 jerseys and K1's um, shinies, let's call them. Uh, that satin look. Yeah, and yeah. It, that was their jerseys. And so it's it's cool that they still have them, throwing them out there. Yeah. It, I, especially against Blake, too. That's a fun, um, fun and, jersey. And they almost game. worked. Almost worked. But we'll get there. I don't know if I have that one noted, Carl. It okay. was a four to th- like three. one four to three. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> there is another Blake score though. Yes, week. there is. Yes. That one is noted. Sure is. Yes. All right. All right. What do we got? Uh, that's that's all I got for news. Should we want some rankings? Some Jack's Cafe rankings? Did, what'd you say? say? Did you I say, said say Jack's, Jack's Cafe. Cafe? I like it when you say it that way, Carl. Yeah, Jack's Cafe. Cafe. Like you're pro- like, don't forget to mention the sponsor, Tony oh, Cafe. Right? Yeah, that's yeah. never happened. Yeah. <laughs> Never, <laughs> never, never. I can't wait to get there. I know we're going to get there for a Sunday show. And, you know, even if Carl can't make it, he's going to miss out. Yeah. You're just going to flat out miss out. We're going to get brunch and you're not going to. And that's all I'm going to say. That's all well, I'm going to say. 
Yeah, I I love Jack's Cafe. I actually use their um, steak seasoning all the time at home. Really? Yeah, so they sell it, and so I got a big um, bottle of it, and that is what I use primarily for when I'm making steaks. When we went together as mm-hmm. a crew, one of us didn't get a steak. Yes. Because I went, be you. I took yeah. it for the team and got the fish. So you I went could, fishing. Had, so I could get the fishing thing. So when we turned the video on and catch me catching the fish, and that didn't even happen, did it, Danny? <laughs> it was a uh, moment lost the time, yes, as they say. It's too bad. I did catch the fish, but the did cam- he? I don't think he did, Danny. The cameraman yeah, never no, caught he, he, me catching He didn't the fish. actually catch the fish, did he, Danny? Like every fish story, we may yeah. never know. No, we don't. Yeah. We don't. So. Okay. Let's get to some actual rankings. Let's do it. Who's number All one? All right. Class I'm, 2A first, Carl? We'll do double A first. Okay. And, right. and uh, I'm very happy this week. Yeah, because uh, YZ is number one. Yep. Okay. And yep. why did you why did you move them over Rogers. Rogers had a good week. They did, but I feel like the overall body of work there is just more impressive. They have about four quality wins, while Rogers has, has two. I'm not arguing. I think mm-hmm. YZ is number one, so I'm not arguing on this one at all. And very timely, we have Will Ingeman coming on later the show. Very good. Very good, mm-hmm. Colonel. So good with yeah. that time. Smooth transition. Mm-hmm. Time machine there. Smooth. Love it. Number right. two is Rogers, as yep. mentioned. Easy. Now it gets Easy. hard. Number three is not easy. No. And I basically took the punt option here and went with Lakeville South, who still hasn't really played anyone. Yeah, I wouldn't have done that. I wouldn't have done that. No. Yeah. Are they no. undefeated? Are they undefeated? No, they lost to Rodgers. Oh, that's right. Uh, any, any, any like overwhelming wins? No. Apple no. Valley no, they are. Burnsville. They, they, are co- they are coasting Chaska. on preseason ranking. Chaska. Woo, yeah. woo, Chaska. I think they got North coming this week, though, don't they? And East they do, View. yep. And yeah, East so we'll View. learn a little more about them this East week. View. I'd like to see that. Man, that one's That's a, when is that? I want to see that. Okay, game. okay. Keep All talking, right. Carl, while I look up stuff for Tony. All right. Uh, Number four. Number four, also rough. St. Thomas Academy? Uh, no. Wow. 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 Oh, so correction. That's another team that really hasn't a major quality win, do they? No, no, no huge wins. No, they are undefeated. Any top 10? They got, they got Creighton. Creighton. No, no but, but that, yeah, East that's the closest they got. Yeah. Decent teams. As convincingly. My, as yeah. my daughter say, mid. They're mid. Yep. So correction from post and um, previous parts of the show. Yeah. Eastview and Lakeville South. Oh, they play on Saturday. Sorry, okay. I was looking up Eastview's schedule. And I was like, I don't see Eastview on this. Right. Okay. So there'll be a reason for that. Yeah. There's they Saturday not at play Eastview. Saturday at seven o'clock. That one I might go to. Actually, I won't. Be there. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I will not be there. Hi, me Kayla. <laughs> see you there. Yeah, you're on. Kayla mute. will be. You're on mute. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Five. Number five is Minnetonka. Should be higher. I think they should be higher. I think I they should they be number to... three in my book. Yeah, because they have something. They've done something. And mm-hmm. they they have proven a lot more than St. Thomas and Lakeville South to start this year. Yep, I agree. All right, six. Isn't it, is six? It, it's, it's like Carl's getting his test corrected. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what's happening. No, 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 that's wrong, Carl. No, no. Wrong. Mm-hmm. Thanks Redding. for trying. 
Thanks for trying. Well, I'll give okay. you a smiley face at the end, though. Yeah. Oh, right. thanks. Like right. A star? Like a star. Points? Mm, exactly. Maybe. <laughs> we'll see. All right. Stickers six. are optional. Number six, Andover. <laughs> oh, wow. Whoa. Whoa. I know he doesn't have a lot of options. Tough yeah, pill to swallow. All okay. three of their losses are to teams ahead of them. Okay. Uh, yeah. What's their record? Wait, all, Wait Benilde? No, 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 that's, a, that's a lie, but Benilde? not Benilde's behind them. Yeah. They're, yeah. All, they're all the top 10 teams. Uh, okay. okay. All right, keep going. Benilde's in the top 10. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Falling upwards again. Yes. Sir Thomas is the one that's falling yeah, that, the fastest upwards. Yeah. All right, seven. Mm-hmm. Seven? You're going to love this one. Chan has a... No! No! Boo. Boo hiss. Boo hiss. I saw a ghost. Yeah. Boo hiss. No. This is only because they beat Andover. Or they lost to Andover. They beat Minnetonka. Yeah. But uh, boo hiss. They're behind Andover. Boo hiss. Yeah. You just can't deal with the fact that I was right about them to begin with. Number eight, Moorhead. (laughs) What? (laughs) That Moorhead sneaks in there? That's a spot down from where they were last week. Okay. I don't even know what Moorhead did this week. I have no idea. They beat Rosa with Rosa, Buffalo. That's all I know, right? They, they yep. beat Rosa. Wait for it. 5 5 1, which proves nothing. Nothing. All right. I, I'm not sure Moorhead's yeah. top 10 team. No, I don't. Not right now. All right. I know Benilde's coming. Gotta you, be you've, here. Already, you've already here, teased us. What about the team that took the number one team in the state to overtime in a one goal game? Maple Grove. Number nine, Benilde. Hill. Hill. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hill. <laughs> A Hill team that barely beat Tartan. That barely lost to White. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who's 10? Maple Grove. Because they've proven so much. You know who almost deserves in here more? It's still are. Not that they're... Top ten quality, but no. I'm looking at the rest but, of this, and but they have a bad loss. Uh, oh, oh, who's oh. that? I don't even know who they lost to. Who they lose to? They lost to. Let me remember. But we can't do like a circle. Centennial. They lost to Centennial, five to two. Is that a bad loss right now? It's not a great loss. They almost Centennial almost beat. They Hermantown. tied. They tied. They did. Yeah, they should have beat with, Hermantown. Yeah. Without, without Kate Kohansky. Yeah. yeah. I think Stillwater, but Stillwater beat Maple Grove. But, and uh, they beat your former number eight, White Bear. I mean, they, you, I don't know. Stillwater need, needs to be a top scratcher. 10. That needs to be a top 10 team. Where, where not... Who's 11? Dino. <laughs> Who didn't play? No. Like, are you supposed to be penalized if you don't play? Oh, they're going to win the Holiday Classic, though. Yeah, I, I, I can get behind that. They're going to three. Okay, uh, okay, we have to keep going. I got I to see where you're going. 12. So, Edina. 12 is Hill. 12 is Hill. No. Okay, and then and then who's 13? Stillwater. Okay, so we're, at least we're yep. kicking. They're in there. I wanted to get it. At least close. And mm-hmm. that's it. But White Bear, maybe. 14? Yep. 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 They're 14. And then Creton. Then Creton. Creton. Who beat EP? Yep. Who's next? And then so. EP's next. Okay. Uh, I see that. 
Okay. I don't usually get to this past the top 10, but there is just so many teams with warts already. A lot of them. Yeah. I think this this is almost always the worst week to do rankings because you're trying to base things off of like, is that one win real or not? Right. And you don't really right. know. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. I agree with you. All right. Let's hear how Eric did. He probably took a bath too because of the Hutchinson. Yeah. There, over there's some movement here. You know, and Alex so. has not done well, and Little Falls has to climb now, too. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot going on here in Class A. Okay, number Her- one, Warro. There is. No, he's nope. got Hermantown. Uh, Hermantown. No. <laughs> You're like, number one, Warro. Oh. No. No. Yep. Okay. Hermantown, Hermantown right. stays there. Number, number two is Warro. Yep. We had a little bit venture against Grand Rapids. Yeah. Number three is Matabidi. Number four, Orno. No. Yep. Oof. No, it took over time to beat New Prague. So New Prague, that one interesting. Shocking. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Five. Number five, East Grand Forks. This is where this is going to get interesting now. Six. Mm-hmm. Little Falls. Northfield. Okay. Who really hasn't done, done anything, anything yet? They play no. Orno. They're the, no. late, they're the Lakeville South of Class A. The yep. reschedule Orno Northfield game is on Tuesday. By the At way. two o'clock. <laughs> At two o'clock. <laughs> skip study At hall lunch. and attend your high school hockey game. All right. <laughs> lunch B will be postponed. This reference will make sense later. Yes. <laughs> Number right. seven, Little Falls. Wow. I think they deserve a little bit higher. Flying on up. Mm. Beat Alexandria. Okay. All right. Number eight. Providence. Wow. All right. Let's see. Dropping after the loss to Hutch. Yeah, I know. Number who, Hutch, who lost to Wilmer. Yeah. Five Ooh, that's Wilmer. a fun property. By a yeah. lot. Yeah. Wasn't close. No. All right. Nine and ten. I mean, good luck, Eric. God's Number me. nine. Well, there are two teams that tied this past week, so they make some sense. Detroit Lakes and Thief River Falls. Nailed it. Who's nine? Detroit Lakes. And Thief River Falls. We got a chance. We'll check in in a minute uh, with head coach Ben Noah from Detroit Lakes, which was a good interview, didn't you think, Danny? Yeah, no. Um, let's go over to our Red Black League Coach's Corner interview. Take it away, Tone. Well, thank you, Danny. We're excited to have head coach from Detroit Lakes, Ben Noah, on in our Red Black League interview. How are you doing today, Ben? Hey, I'm doing great, guys. Uh, we got home late last night, uh, um, but I was excited. Uh, I listen to your guys' show. Uh, our kids listen to your guys' show, so it's a <laughs> pleasure to be on here. Uh, well, we appreciate it. You asked us before the recording, was, why did you interview? choose me to interview? It's a great question, and it kind of builds on the fact that we like to think of our show as a statewide show and not just a you know 494 corridor show, and this is an honor for us to have you on our show to learn a little bit more about you and a little bit more about Detroit Lakes hockey and then, of course, learn about this year's team. Danny, you, you want to go first? Um, okay, well, let's talk about uh, early um, Ben. So, Ben, you grew up in DL then. You started playing hockey in growing up and everything like that? Yeah, uh, three years old. My dad got me on the ice. Um, my dad was awesome. He, you know, he obviously when you're, when you're a young boy and your dad's taking you to the rink or taking you to the ball field or getting you involved in sports, he's, he's your hero, right? So you're just trying to impress your dad. And 
I just remember growing up and, and, you know, my mom and dad just, I don't want to disappoint them. Right. I want to work hard. I want to get good grades. I want to be that, 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 that perfect child. And, and it carried over uh, into a, a pretty, pretty decent hockey career. And, and I have some lifelong friends because of it. And um, yeah, grew up in Detroit Lakes, went through the high school program and, and uh, now I'm coaching it. So when you um, were growing up, uh, who were some of your teammates that you grew up with and some of you guys had success with when you were playing there? Yeah, well, the number one uh, guy that most people would know is Garrett Rabboy. I was just going to uh, say we, every Every team we were on together, um, we were pretty close and graduated together. And, uh, you know, we had some talent. Uh, we had a couple other guys. Mike Christensen uh, played some junior hockey and ended up playing a little bit at uh, St. Mary's in the Mayak. Uh, Matt Haverkamp uh, was a good defenseman. He played some junior hockey. So we had some some nice pieces at the time. But uh, it's funny, you know, we, we were in our sophomore year in high school. We were in Section 4A at the time. And we lost in the Four. section championship. Yeah, it was it was like Fergus Falls, Wadena, us. Um, okay. well, I don't even makes... remember. Well, I'm it, not even sure. That's a lot better than the current section. That's probably closer to you know everybody, wouldn't you think? Wadena and everything. Yeah, it sounds more. Like a, it sounds like a six to me. Yeah, it, it sounds like a six. Reconfigured it there. Yeah. So we we lost in the section final in overtime to. Fergus Falls, they had uh, Ryan Miller and Ryan Cantrude and, and that group um, lost to them in overtime. And the very next year, we got switched to Section 8. And the highest seed we ever got was a sixth seed. I mean, that's how that's how different the two sections were. And it, it kind of is like that now. You know, the Section 8A is, you know, in, in our eyes, is the hardest Class A section in, in the state. And there's always four or five great teams. And it's really hard to get out of there. So. Yeah, that is kind of a, a bummer. And you guys are from a hockey ge- geography are in a really weird spot. You're not quite northwest. You're not like Fargo, and no. you know you're an hour or so from Fargo, and you're not quite, you know, Alexandria, Saint Cloud, Little Falls. You're not there either. You're kind of on an island in a way, ge- geographically, don't you think? Cabin country. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, we talk about this all the time. It's you know we travel three hours north to Halock. We travel four hours north to world. We travel four hours north to Lake of the woods. If we were in section, that's not exactly six, interstate country either. No, no. <laughs> and so if, if we we're in section six, we wouldn't have those long travels. So I don't know how the league figures that out, um, which is why we have bounced from section to section over the course of the last 20 years. I think we've switched in and out. Uh, a few times so yeah geographically it's it's uh, an odd place and uh but we we got to play the cards we're dealt i know both towns take ownership on garrett rabbling uh when did he move from international falls to dl was he super <laughs> young i mean yeah I, right? I, I i remember him ever since i was five. Oh, so really I, <laughs> yeah uh we played might ponies mites okay. that's I'm, yeah. I'm on that I'm, I'm i'm okay with that i'm just saying because because Ben Gordon and he grew up together. They claim being grew up together. Like, well, isn't he from Detroit Lakes? He was, well, every summer we would hang out because his dad's well, from I Falls, and their dads are best friends. Yes, yeah. Kevin and and Bruce are best buddies, and so every summer I think Garrett would go up there, spend a couple months, do their hockey camps up there, and and I think they deer hunted together. And oh yeah. So 
So yeah, I I understand why uh, they're claiming the the Rabwein family up there too. <laughs> so you know, his dad's a coach. Gordo's dad was a coach. Did you kind of see growing up? Did you see coach in him right away, or did you think, or you had no idea? In Garrett, yeah. Uh, I think he'd say the same thing about me. I it wasn't really on our radars. Uh, you know, we were so ultra competitive, um, trying to be the best hockey players we could be, and and. You don't know it at the time, but you're you're actually a sponge while you're young and you're playing and you're starting to soak up everything. And um, I'm sure he obviously he played for some top notch coaches through his junior and college career. And I played for some pretty awesome coaches myself. Um, you know, when I was in Bismarck, I played for Chad Johnson and Dane Litke. Those guys are UND guys. And, um, you know, you don't know it at the time when you're when you're playing, but you're soaking all that stuff up and you 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 know, you, if you analyze yourself as a coach, you start to, to notice some of the, some things that, Oh, I kind of like that because that's how that guy was. Or, you know, I learned this from that guy and, and my demeanor, you know, comes from this coach or whatever. So it's, it's, it's interesting, but uh, to answer your question, I can't say that, uh, that I saw him becoming a coach, um, but he's done a fantastic job and what a great opportunity taking over that brand new program and, uh, we text a little bit here and there, and um, I'm just excited for him. All right, let's walk through kind of your the, your high school career. You, you said you went and played juniors. You played in college. Uh, what was the experience like, you know, playing three years of juniors and ending up at St. John's? Yeah, because the NAHL was just probably in its infancy, like, or infancy of what it is right now, quote-unquote. Correct. Unquote. Yeah. Well, so actually when I signed a tender – for Bismarck, uh, it was the America West Hockey League, the AWHL. <laughs> okay, and sounds uh, like a wrestling league. <laughs> yeah, right. And uh, it was it was a rough league. I mean, my first year, there was still two line passing, oh. and touch icing. Oh. Um, you had to, you know, first yeah. guy with the puck, right? So like, and there was fights, one or two fights a night. It was there was line brawls. It was it was ugly at times. Uh, you know, the, the league has really uh, evolved into really a lot closer to the USHL now. There's a ton of skill and a ton of speed, and the game has changed. But uh, the league was just different back then. Um, obviously, fighting, you get the five-minute penalty, you serve your time, you're back out. I, th I believe fighting majors now is five and a ten. Right. Um, so, you miss a whole so yeah, the, yeah, the league has changed. But I had a great experience. Uh, I met some of my lifelong buddies uh in junior hockey and I, I played over 120 games in a three-year span for Bismarck and um, love the city. Uh, it, it, it's one, it's gotta be one of the best places to play in the North American league. Uh, that rink is awesome. They pack it in there about 1400 people and it feels like 10,000 people. Uh, they have a great following and uh, yeah, I can't say enough good things about Bismarck. It, it's a great place to play. Um, Let's talk about your movement back after you played after playing at St. John's. You moved back uh, to DL, started a business, and then started coaching. Walk through that process of getting putting the whistle around your neck for the first time. It's a good question. It's it's a fun story to talk about, um, at least within our community, because I didn't have coaching on my radar. I I moved back when I left St. John's. I only played there the one year, and I I just lost love of the game and said it's time to move on so I moved back and uh you know got my insurance license and started 
started uh, selling insurance in the family business. And I got a phone call from a mom that I graduated with her daughter. She had a younger son that was a Bantam B hockey player and they did not have a coach. And she calls me and says, Ben, I heard you move back to town. Can you come coach our team? And I said, you know, I'll come down, I'll run a practice, I'll see how it goes. And I fell in love with it instantly. The just the wow. connection with the kids and the respect and and the way that they looked up to me um, from day one. So I ended up coaching that team that year. I, I believe it was 2008. And uh, the very next year, so that was Bantam B, the very Wait, next year. I, let me stop. So the breakup between hockey and the, the renewal hockey didn't last too long. Like it was a good no, rebound. And, it was a quick yeah, rebound. Yeah, DL was yeah. A, <laughs> the rebound girl in this situation. <laughs> yeah, I, I I found a new love, right? I found a new love. <laughs> That's what I was going for, exactly. Yeah. So uh, the very I, I just did Bantam Bees for one year, and the very next year, um, you know, the youth director at the time said, "Why don't you coach our Bantam A team?" I was 24 years old, and I ended up coaching the Bantam A's. Uh, Tony, you probably remember this. Uh, we had a Bantam A team make a deep run yes uh, 20, with richards 2013 yep. john richards on yep. that team um and we actually lost in the third place game to ben myers in the crow wing team yes so that, crow, was, Riv yeah. crow river crow river crow river sorry yeah. crow river um so yeah so uh but i coached the banham a team for six years and then uh, i was actually the youth director for a couple of those years trying to trying to really build things with my vision but i was young still i you know it, it was a challenge because you know our, our entire youth board was 40s plus and i'm a 27 year old trying to tell them how we're going to run things and we started kind of button heads a little bit and um just you know board youth boards are usually made up of parents so um it you know <laughs> you it's, don't it's, say yeah <laughs> it's very challenging so um, the disagreement led me to say, you know what, you guys can find somebody else. I had Chris Howe calling me, asking me to come coach with him at Concordia. And, uh, so I went and coached with him for three years. And, um, then I ended up getting this job four years ago and, and here we are. So I've coached for 14 years already. Um, and I'm 37 years old. So well, what a great experience to go coach with coach Howe, who had, you know, years and years of experience and had seen, you know, he did a wonderful job at, at Concordia, but then you take him, you got to go under his wing for three years. What did you learn from Coach Howe? Uh, everything about culture building. That man is, he he brings a passion that I had never seen. Well, it's, quick backstory, uh, Coach Howe was the one that recruited me to go to St. John's. Oh. He was the assistant yep. to, uh, to Harrington at St. John's. So that's where we kind of knew each other. Um, and so... I didn't really get to see this side of him though, because he was an assistant coach, more of a player's coach uh, at St. John's. And then at Concordia, I stepped in from day one and I just started soaking everything up from him. And, and he's all about culture and, and making sure like the big, the big difference um, from a kid, there's a huge difference from a kid saying, Oh, I got to go to the rink today or, Hey, I get to go to the rink today. Yeah. And, and that's what he brings. I mean, that's him in a nutshell. It's, it's, it's fun. We, we work. Um, he, he brings an incredible energy and, uh, just the relationship building that I saw how he did things. Um, the team building exercises, things like that. Um, I soaked all that up and, and I do a lot of that same stuff here in Detroit lakes. 
I think we've seen a lot of that on Twitter too. You guys do a lot of that team building stuff on uh, and post it. And it is clear that you guys have a very close team. Yeah. Well, thank you. Um, And that's what we're going for. It's, it's how do we hold each other accountable? And, you know, at first I, I kind of hesitated a little bit about going to social media because I know how parents, there's a lot of parents out there that'll, don't want their kids on social media and here I'm encouraging, Hey, go get a Twitter account and, and uh, you know, start getting active on there. And, and uh, but it's, it's worked out really nice. In fact, it's actually trickled down into our Bantams and into our Peewees that all of a sudden they're getting Twitter accounts and they're following our 1% better. And then, you know, they'll tweet (laughs) at it and and we'll have like a Peewee kid on there shooting pucks and, and just showing that he's ready to put in the work. So it's, it's made an even bigger impact than we, than we thought, but yeah, we, um, we do a lot of different little things that that's helping build our program. We talked about this earlier this week, Ben, uh, building, you know, uh, into a hockey town, Detroit lakes, take it or leave it. They, it's kind of known for its football. They won a lot of state championships in football and not that it's a small town, but there aren't, it's not a 1500 it's not like Moorhead right where there's 1500 to 2000 students where you have spe- maybe some specialization sometimes you get one or two sport athletes how do you as a hockey coach you know attract kids kind of from I hate to call it the dark side from football or from basketball or from baseball how do you get kids to you know, these athletic kids to play hockey and and make you know far be it from putting hockey sticks on the water tower like they have in world but building a hockey town a hockey culture in the city well it, that, again, that great question. It, and it, it kind of, the answer kind of goes away from uh, what we actually preach and what we believe in is, you know, don't be attached to the results. It's not all about winning. We're growing uh, boys into men and, and, and teaching life lessons here. But I, I do think that winning is going to have a lot to do with uh, the recruiting aspect of getting kids interested in our program. Uh you got to win to create the buzz and the excitement. And, you know, if like, for example, for some reason, um, you know, us as an underdog team, you know, playing against world and East grand and thief river in our section, we get out of this section one of these years and the community is going to go bananas. Like it's, it's just going to create incredible buzz. And now all of a sudden that mom and dad, that might not be a hockey family, has a four-year-old son that says, Hey, we want our son to be a part of that program. I think that they're doing things the right way. And, and uh, you know, so I think winning has a lot to do with it. And and so we are trying to, you know, make some noise in, in that, in, in those regards. Do you ever use the no respect uh, section final that they have a triad section final in Thief River Falls, World, and East Grand Forks? When when are you guys going to get put into this triad? I think I would use that the first thing I would say. They say it's a facility thing. I don't know. Right, 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 right. If you build it, Um, they will come. (laughs) Yeah, right. Like, uh, you know who's got a really nice rink that I'm surprised doesn't get to host is Crookston. Yeah. Crookston's got a fantastic ring but i don't think it seats enough people um to to their liking but it's funny because like some you know we've been in the section semifinals uh two of the last three years and it's been in uh east grand last year and thief river my first year coaching and it's not like it's five thousand fans there's you know three or three or four hundred fans that are showing up so 
Um, I don't know. I it would be nice to be able to get into that swing. You could at least swing, do, you but... could play in the sports center in Moorhead. That's a big facility. Yeah, right. You got connections yeah. there, right? It's a long yeah. drive for War Road and Eastside. <laughs> oh, no, we can't do that. I just I just dread the years that it's in War Road because it's such a far drive and it's Olympic sized sheet of ice and we don't ever play on that that ice anywhere else. So uh at least it's in Thief River this year and and uh we're hoping to get back there. All right. Sorry to put a knock on the section committee there but i always just think it's i'm like i i'm the one that's to keep track because peter and i one of us always yeah. makes that section final like where is it this year well i went to thief forever i think it's in world this year isn't it no he's no it's in thief, thief. it should be anyway well, if peter it's was in there two years ago maybe there was covid in there i think covid, COVID might have thrown that off so i'm in my fourth year so our year one we went to thief the COVID year was supposed to be in War Road. Yeah. Last year it was in East, East Grand, Grand, so it should be back in Thief this year. I'm pretty sure it's okay. in, okay. in right. Thief. I believe you. I'm like, I love that. I went to Eastside last year to watch Thief River and and uh, War Road, and it was packed. <laughs> that was not – was, there was very few seats open in that building. Don't say that. We're not doing a good plug for DL I, right now. No, I know, but my point is <laughs> when they make it, it's going to be nuts yeah, when yes. they get to yes, the section yes, final. I'm giving yes. you a preview. The section final is going to be batty crazy when you get there. That's all. I love Just it. Pumping up love the, it. Well, let's. I'm pumping up that peewee who's shooting uh, yes, pucks all there, summer. There when go. they get sorry, there, it's going to be crazy. Sorry, that's my bad. All right, all right, all right. Let's let's walk a little yeah, through the team. Yeah, it's this year's team. Now, I'm, I'm, this is a test. This is a test. So coaches can go one of two ways, and you get you. There's no right or wrong answer to this test. Sometimes the coach goes all in on his players and like tries to name all 19 or 20 of them. And then some coaches go like old, old school and don't say any of them. We have some good goaltending. They Number don't even 19. name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Either on JV or varsity. So you got a synopsis here. Let us know a little bit about your team when we come see you this year. Yeah, well, first of all, I got to tell you guys from listening to the show, you're not wrong about our team when, when, when you talk about are we kind of pretenders? Are we a bag of sand? You're not wrong. Does it, Whoa. does it uh, kind of. Wow. Kinda, Just called them out. I love it. Well, it, It's true. Like we got to prove something into, before you guys can actually say that this team is legit. And and that's what we're working for. So we're a good team. We, we uh, were solid um, from top to bottom. The one downfall, I think why we can't enter that consistent, discussion of saying we're as good as Warroad or as good as East Grand Forks is we don't have any elite players. So we have to rely on playing really structured, disciplined, uh, take care of the puck, uh, you know, no bad pinches, handle the puck on the lines. And, you know, everything, our margin for error is very small. And can we win these games? Absolutely. But the thing about having elite players like world is it hides a lot of flaws um if you if if you turn some pucks over or give up a bad goal or whatever and you got uh jason Chagabay and pilgrim and uh murray marvin uh is it cordes cordes or cords, cords yeah, yeah right so like when you have that kind of talent they'll just go right back down and score and wipe that mistake away and, well not um, to make this the world show but also if they make a turnover they have one of the best goalies in the state too exactly you know, so, so and they've got a really good back end right so yeah. it's uh our margin for error is small but we we believe in this team we have 
we have a, a dozen seniors this year that's been with us every step of the way. Wow. Um, incredible leaders. Uh, out of those 12, 10 of them play a significant role. We have a senior goalie. We've got three of our top five defensemen are seniors and five of our top six forwards are seniors. So, um, you know, we, we put in a lot of work in the offseason on trying to develop those kids into how to lead the right way. And um, it's, you know, it's a good recipe and it's, it's working. We're going to win a lot of games. We're going to have another great year. But, you know, if, if you watch that hype video, one of the things that in my opening monologue is, are we tough enough mentally to be able to prepare all season long to get to where we need to be. And, and what that message comes from is from last season, I put value in wanting to create an environment every day that wanted kids to want the season to continue. I want to be here. I want to yeah. go to practice every day. And so we had a little bit too much fun playing too many small area games. And, and uh, we ran into a senior heavy Thief River Falls team that was yeah. in our face black and blue uh, finishing checks. And we got intimidated and ran off the ice last year in the third period. I mean, it was a two, one hockey game going into the third, but it didn't feel like that by the end of the game, because I don't even know if we had a shot on net third period, they were just physically so much tougher than us. And so now that's our next step. If we're going to get over that hump, we have to be able to smack you back in the mouth. If you're going to play that game, we can't, uh, we can't play scared. And so now we're the team that has a ton of seniors, and hopefully that works out for us. How have you responded to that this year? You guys have taken East Side to overtime. Last night, Thief River in overtime, that was a tie. Have you noticed the cult your culture of the team change year over year because of that? Yes, um, but it's all because of the senior leadership. Okay. Like yep. these kids, like you can't teach age, right? Um, it's hard to compete with a group full of seniors when you're trying to end their season. And hopefully with this group, when it, when, when we get to those moments that they don't want to lose. And, you know, we learned a valuable lesson last night's game. Uh, we had two different, two goal leads. We were up three to one. Yeah. Thief River tied it. We got up five, three and third Thief River claws back and ties it. And the thing about that, what the message is there is, how can we get into a mentality and see our program's not used to winning these big games, right? That's the hard part about changing. And we play such good hockey. We're pushing the pace. We're grinding. And all of a sudden we build this lead and something shifts. Like we got to hang on to this or we're nervous of getting scored on. Are they going to come back? I got to find that recipe as a coach. And, and our coaching staff has got to figure that out because that's, that's the challenge with this group. Well, I think this has been a really fun interview getting to know you. Uh, ben, thanks for taking some time today and getting us, getting our audience a chance to learn about you as a player and a coach and most importantly about Detroit Lakes. Looking forward to a successful season this year. Well, thanks, Tony. Thanks, Danny. I appreciate it. Uh, it's my pleasure to be on this show. We listen to you guys and uh, keep it up. Ben Noah, head coach at Detroit Lakes High School. Well, thanks, Ben, for that Red Black League Coaches Corner interview. 
Uh, thank you to Red Black League for their sponsorship. Uh, a great league. Check them out, redblackleagues.com. I got a chance to catch up with the Red Black League staff this week on a couple different things. Excited for what they're rolling out this year, so check it out there. Spring and fall leagues, redandblackleagues.com. Let's roll. Okay, games of the past. Some good ones this week, you guys. Start up north, Moorhead 5, Rozo 1. All this tells me is that Moorhead is the number one seed. It's over. It's over. Um, yeah, everybody who might have seen Rozo in some top 11 rankings or 10 rankings, <laughs> um, Rozo is not. Subtle jab. Not nope. uh, that good. Mm-hmm. Uh, All right. I had him at 25. Okay. Um, in one of the good scores for Providence this week, Providence 7, Minneapolis 3. That's yep. a good score. For a section score, yeah. For a section score, sure. it's a good score. <laughs> yep. Um, and then Andover's rough week that tumbled up where's in the rankings for them. Benilled 3. Andover. They fell a spot. <laughs> A whole spot. spot. Oh, Benilde three and over zero. I I thought this was a good win for Benilde. Yeah. And um, our Rogers correspondent was not happy with this game. No, she was not. But Why um, not? She just did not think Andover played up to their expectations. And if I recall, and uh, Rogers correspondent told me that Mark Manny was not on the bench. Yes. Okay. He, he was on the bench um, on Thursday. Yes. Okay. Um, the big week that wasn't for Andover. The big week that really wasn't, but only moved down one spot. Right. Would you rather Chanhassen were higher? Would rather, no, I'd rather Stillwater's higher. And That's, Hill Murray, but yep. Yep. who's counting? No respect. No respect. That's no right. Uh, Monticello 2. Chicago Lakes <laughs> to overtime. <laughs> Chicago. Why is Chicago making the show? Because they had some good scores this week. Okay. All right. Uh, there's going to be a transit property later with Chicago. Okay. All right, Chicago. Um, here's a great score. Lakeville North 5, Shakopee 4, oh. overtime. Uh, did you do a victory lap down to Congdon in the back, Carl, when you saw that score? Sure did. Sure you did. Last week. Aren't you thinking about Shakopee as a top 10 team? Sure was. I was. Past tense. Yeah. Past tense. Yeah, but when they beat another, you know, top 10 team, because apparently they beat a top 10 team in some rankings already, and they're going to beat another top 10 team possibly on Friday. I think they were at at like 1 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, St. Thomas Academy 4, Blake 1. Get to a transit yes. property with that in a yep. little bit. Um, Stillwater 2, White Bear Lake 1. This is the game I was at on Tuesday. Yep. I thought White Bear Lake was the better team of the two teams. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But so did Peter. Stillwater did pull out the win, and Stillwater has the better wins right now, too. They have the Maple Grove win, and they have um, this White, White Bear, Bear win. And I, for that reason alone, if we're judging based on wins, then Stillwater, in my book, should be higher. But I think this might be a high but, watermark for them. But we're not basing on wins alone, because we've, some teams have only played three games, and preseason still counts. 
Okay. Somebody's getting defensive. On Somebody's getting defensive. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Is it me? I, I don't know. I don't not. think you're getting defensive. Is okay, it me? I, is it me? Am I getting defensive? I, I'm usually good at noticing this. I don't think it's you. Okay, all right. Okay. All right. I think somebody Defense wins championships. Here we Defensiveness go. does. <laughs> okay. Defensiveness definitely wins championships. Little Falls 7, Alexandria 2. Great, great win for Little Falls. That's a huge That's win. That's a big, big yeah. eye popper for me. We come in. I mean, that is yeah. good. Uh-huh. Dilly bars. Ice cream cakes. <laughs> we're coming. Although, are they built on sand? Could be. Could be. Could be. All right. Yet to tell. Yet to tell. I love it, though. Um, Rogers, three and over one. Rogers just took control of this game and really never looked away, too. And I, Casey being out does affect this lineup, whether you like it or not. You know, he is a huge factor, and they don't have the depth that, uh, in Andover that they have in years past. Correct. And that's where losing one of their three studs is a big deal. K.J. Sauer is great. He's a freshman, and you need him on the second line. That was kind of my takeaway, but also Rogers, you know, very good win. And I, this is my second time being good luck for them at the end of the barn. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yes. So, um, but really good win. The, the player that I noticed the most that I didn't realize was six, five was Smith connect. Yeah. Big yeah. Kid. Big kid. So, uh-huh. you know, you have him on the D second line D and then you have Cheslock who's six, three, who looks small. Uh, yes. You know, first <laughs> so it was just kind of funny. And Sammy Ronaldo played like Sammy always does really well. So Right. Um, very good game, high-end speed. I, I thought that was a great game. Okay. Uh, Holy Family 4, Prior Lake 3. That's, That's an important section game. It is. Yeah. Very important. And, and so it's a big win for Holy Family. It's a rivalry win to – I. Prior Lake, this is a weird score for me to see that. Well, now Prior Lake can't get in that mid discussion yeah. Yeah. unless they beat somebody in the section. But they're now in mm-hmm. that staring five, six, seven. Yeah, yeah, in the, in the eye right now. They're not at yeah. eight yet, but no, they'll never be at eight. Jefferson's no. got that one on lockdown. <laughs> Jefferson oh. lost to Hopkins this week. Did they? Yeah. Wow. Oh no. That's uh, that's yeah. the newest low. Um, okay, Hutchinson three, Providence two. This is a game that we've talked about already, but this is a huge two a win. Yes, for Hutch. Um, oh, that's right. They're in this section. Yeah, I it, forgot it's a section about game. That. Yeah, that's that what, that matters for seeding. Oh, big time. Oof. I think it will and it won't. I think by the end of the year that Providence will have enough section wins under their belt. Yeah, but I, but I don't study Providence's schedule, but um, do they play other top 10 teams where they can kind of flex a little bit when they come into the section meeting? You know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of like I, Delano's done for years. Like, well, Delano goes and plays all these hard teams, which they kind of that, – that elevates you a little bit, I think. Yeah. They're, they're willing to step out a little bit and play tough teams. So I'm going to give you some teams. They play Holy Family. They play War Road, Orono, yeah. Blake, yes. um, yes. St. Cloud Cathedral, Delano, They do it. Gentry, they play the schedule. Chicago. Yep. 
And so they'll have a chance. They play a country club schedule, right? They play right. all the teams in the club schedule. Yeah, not, they, not they, a country club. You no, know they I mean? play. You know I mean? They play whoever belongs to a country club and goes to high school. They play yep, their school. They, yep, they um, do. Yeah, oh, there's a club. <laughs> Everybody knows that there's 32. Yeah. Private clubs, and then there's 120 munis out there. Yeah. They're playing in the private club circuit. Exactly. All right. St. Paul Academy didn't mention them. They play them. No. <laughs> Um, that's a conference game. That's required. Yes. So you know, what I mean, I don't mind. I don't. You never hold anyone. No, back no. I was conference. saying country club. There, that that they are not in the country club. <laughs> no. Different sort of country club. Different sort of, there but not go. the hockey country club. Um, Minnetonka three, Rosemount two, overtime. Yikes! Yikes! It's a win. <laughs> I, I <laughs> wins a win. I agree with that. Just because wins a win. And their talent won that game. Yep. But that's that's two iffy games in one week, though. Just saying. It's not just a one, one-off. One wasn't an iffy win. Iffy game. One iffy game. A, yeah. 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 Yeah, iffy game. Yeah, well, I wouldn't even yeah. call that. I wouldn't even call lost as Chan Hassan's iffy. That's ugly. Yeah. We'll get to that. Um, Wyzetta 2, Hill Murray 1, overtime. You know, this caused Hill to jump from, I believe, 17 all the way up to, it looks like, number 12. So that's that's a good jump for them. Yeah, uh, 12. Yeah. Uh, to the number one team in the state. They yep. took him to overtime. Mm-hmm. It, 12. 12. 12. He, now he won't get defensive. Right? I like it. You've you've taken you've taken all the fire out of him. Yeah, this is like a he's, like he's a, a beaten puppy right now. <laughs> look at him. Look he's at him. just so he's sad. Yeah, he's, oh, he's he off his now camera. he goes off camera. Whoa, poor Carl. Wow, poor Carl. What did we do? All right, uh, keep going. Okay, Little Falls six, Chicago Lakes three. Okay, what's your transitive on this? So um, that Chisago is the same as as Alex. Monticello and Little Falls are both in the same section, Monticello. and so is, is Chisago. There are oh, no, no Chisago's in, in four. In four, yeah. Yeah, they're in four. But this tells you it, the separation for me because now we'll get to an even farther separation in okay. five in a little bit. Okay. Oh, now we got a tease. Um, Orono four, New Prague three. Oh, no. Sorry. Scroll down too far. New Prague 3 in overtime. That's... Which one? The the win that the Orno win? Yeah, the Orno 4-3 yeah. okay. overtime. Yeah. All right. Came from behind to pull it off. Yep. Which is good. Um, and, and then... A quick shout-out to the... I, I gave it on Twitter. A quick shout-out to the... The uh, Orno Twitter guy. <laughs> oh, my God. It was so funny. Oh, yeah. That one's funny. He said, uh, I was like, well, I don't even know what the kid's name is. Anderson or something is putting on a stick. Still putting on a stick. It's <laughs> wide open. The scoring clinic's closed. Close. But the <laughs> stick clinic remains wide open. open. <laughs> it's funny because I've there were a couple of kids on Jake's teams growing up who were really good stick handlers. I was like. Would you just play hockey? I mean, it was literally they, they, their whole life revolved around stick handling around guys and not mm-hmm. making a pass or the shot or whatever. It was just all stick handling. I was like, and I would say this term, stick handling clinic. It's a stick handling clinic for yeah. this kid. It's a stick handling clinic. But I never, ever was able to put into words what that guy did. So huge shout out to Orno, Twitter guy. <laughs> um, Blake 5, Eden Prairie 4, overtime. Carter Cranky. With the game winning yeah. goal. One more time. Say it again. Blake five, Eden Prairie four. Wow. OT. 
That's just such a wow. OT winner put in by a Jefferson kid against a former Jefferson coach. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. And having seen Eden Prairie later in this week, I I have no idea how that game happened. (laughs) Yeah. You saw a good Eden Prairie. Yeah. Yeah. Real good Eden Prairie. Yeah. All right. Um, Stillwater three, Park Cottage Grove two, overtime. Shut up! I'm not. But they're it. a top ten team. Shut up! They won. Oh, I have. A, I had. I had a bet on that game that I thought was a shoe in. Did you win? I won. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize I was close to losing that game. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you've seen some of the sponsorship stuff we've done for Joe Mama Salsa. The Joe Mama's owner is Wayne Kemper. He's an assistant coach at Park Cottage Grove, and we made a deal about hmm. going out there. Having, they're having a big promotion over Christmas, so they, they got an end cap at Cub Foods. I'm like, hey, you want to go take the picture of that end cap, and I'll put it on Twitter? He goes, if we beat, if we beat YZ this week, you got to go take the picture. I'm like, that'll never happen. He goes, bet. So, or Stillwater, yeah. Still yeah, water. Stillwater, yeah, yeah. So anyway, I just thought that was funny that you hey. brought that up. No, you don't have to do that. No, I don't. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Thank you, Stillwater. Thank you, Stillwater. Um, Grand Rapids 3, Roso 2, overtime. Up That's in a Roso. Grand Rapids game. Up in Roso. <laughs> Rapids doesn't teach me much. But what it teaches yeah. me is that they are far below Moorhead. And we kind of. Rapids? It, Why does that matter? Uh, because I don't. Moorhead I don't 5, know. Roso 1. No. Not a single team in a Grand Rapids game has scored more than three goals. That's just who they are. <laughs> well, I think they have one of the best goalies in the state. Yeah. And a great defense. It's That's funny. What you know, they do. We, have, we have Will England coming up on the show and ham you know, and I'm sure we'll get hammer as well. But you know what? If Miles Gunderson keeps doing these things, could he enter the conversation? Uh, and then, then you have, there are three, so yes. It, yeah, nowadays Jack we have three. Too. Yeah. yeah, Jack. I mean, there's a lot of good. This might be one of the year. best goaltending. And these are legit goalies. Yeah, I mean, they're thirty-one yeah. goalies. These are legit goalies. Yeah, yeah. There's going to be somebody not invited to the ball, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Yeah, there will mm-hmm. be. All right, um, all right. Monticello seven, Cambridge Isanti three. So this is my Monticello. Didn't our Rogers correspondent go to yeah, that? Yeah, I was gonna go to this one and then I decided not yeah. to. Yeah. Um Detroit Lakes five, Thief River five, uh, Falls five in overtime. Yep. DL had two two thir- two goal leads, leads. Right? Yeah. Five Whoa. three in the third period, coughed it up, but it it's a big win or tie for DL, I, I would say. To- I don't think they were celebrating on the way home. No, that long, long, long drive home. <laughs> yeah. I don't think they were celebrating, but you know, uh, at the end of the day, they're building. They're building, and the thief has always traditionally been a power in that section. Yep. Um, War Road three, Rapids two, overtime. They came back and won two, didn't they? Yeah, they yep. did. Forty some shots. Yep. It's just the sort of thing that makes you wonder about War Road when they get into a big game against a. You know, disciplined, deep team. Like, can they solve them? Because that's been the issue in the past couple of state tournaments. Well, I think part of it is they get that 2-3 game, right? Mm-hmm. That they've had the last yeah. two years. That's that been... really kicked their tail. 
Yeah. So they got to get mm-hmm. the win against Hermantown in order to get the one. No offense to the four, but the big there's a big ass gap between three and four in this state. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's a big deal. I mean, I think they got worked the last two times playing Montemedi. Well, and, and to come back and beat Montemedi this year, uh, you know, this last year. Yeah. Yeah. It took a lot out of them. I think it did. All right. Another jersey down. Um, Wyzetta four, Benilde one. Good win for Wyzetta as they just went on cruise control in this game. A couple uh, hat trick for Reese Wallen. Had a breakaway goal in the game, too. He just, uh, that top line is something else for them right now. No argument here. Um, Hermtown three, Centennial three, overtime. That was an exciting game. Yeah. yeah. I can only imagine the goal call Will Peterson had when Herman Town tied it yeah. with under a minute to go. Just losing it. <laughs> Who tied it, do you know? Who scored the uh, game tying goal? I don't have it in front of me, unfortunately. Oh. I 3, South St. Paul 1. It's not a great score for Matamidai. No. Um, so that's, that one's a little bit of a head-scratcher and a 4A score. Um, Lakeville North, 4, Rosemount, 3. Who's this Lakeville North team? And it who's Rosemount? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's interesting. Right? I mean, Rosemount's just got so many kids in there. It's like one of those it's big associations. Yeah. It's a big association yep. thing, you know? Yeah. They they should never be too terribly down. Mm-hmm. But, That's all I'm saying. But you take Taka to overtime. Yes. And then who's North? North's going to be Lakeville South. This Lakeville week. North is going to be good. <laughs> oh wow! This is why we need a camera on you. We really do. The look on her face was disgust. No. Absolute disgust. I love it. When you go to Lakeville South, you just have internal like. Hatred for Lakeville North. It's not something I can fix. Just because they went thirty-one and zero and won a state championship. Yeah, you, guys you don't need to be that. jealous. Don't be all jelly on us. That's I'm weird. not jealous. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Sounded. <laughs> That's what all the jealous people Defensiveness say. Defensiveness wins championships. <laughs> young lady. Defensiveness wins championships. Um, Moorhead two, Buffalo one. <laughs> what? That's that's that's, that's like two. Par, it's so two par for the really course. narrow escapes for Moorhead yeah, against Section Team. So they do that every year. They play Buffalo. I know. I know. That's the weird. Buffalo thing. is is literally the kryptonite for Moorhead. Yes, and I don't mean necessarily they lose to him, but they never play Buffalo well. Never. What is with that? I don't know. I don't know. I just want to see Moorhead. Kick the shit out of him once, ten to nothing, just to get rid of it, right? I do too. I, I really hear, hear that buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt we have any buffalo listeners. Probably not. We probably let, never let, had. Let's a buffalo get that listener. shout out. Come on, buffalo listener, give us a shout out. <laughs> I don't think we have a buffalo listener. Um, and then Chanhassen four, Minnetonka one. I was at this one. They killed them. Killed them. No, those are no. two empty netters. Yeah, yeah, two empty netters. But really, when they scored that um, to make it two one, it was the place probably went crazy. Place went bananas. Um, I saw some of the pictures from some tweet. I don't know what it was. What the gold shells? 
Yeah, that, but not just that, but just the celebration. It was a little bit of a Stanley Cup win celebration. Yeah, it, it was their Stanley Cup. And so that's what makes me nervous for Chan is they just went through their Stanley Cup right there. And, and they and there was a couple scrums on the ice, too, with this. Oh, I believe it. Uh, I wonder if when they play Shockby at 4 o'clock, if they'll celebrate like that if they beat them. Oh, uh, I doubt it. Hell no. Well, here it is. Let me give you some background for the uh, the random fan yes. and wherever. I mean, the number of kids from Chaska Chanhassen Youth Hockey Association that are playing for Tonka that are playing for Tonka mm-hmm. is a lot. Yeah. Right. And and I don't even know where Javon Moore. I don't know sure if he's a Chaska or a Chanhassen kid. It was Sam Sheets is a Chaska kid, but yeah. Lunsky's a Chanhassen kid. He played at that school. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. like. There's just a lot going on there between these kids, and a lot of these kids grow up playing at at uh, going to school at Breakaway Academy in both of those yep. high schools. So they all know each other like really well. Not like you know wave at you at the rink, you know, but they played youth hockey together, and now they're playing in Chan's home barn. Chan gets yep. the win. I don't blame them for being excited. No, I, I don't blame them either, but, you know, do they keep that emotion riding? Can they? Yeah. yeah. Uh, because it's it's going to be hard. Uh, yeah, you can't play at that level No, 25 games in a year. That's why I, I don't write this game as a huge loss for Tonka, just because no. they, they went into a barn of a team that was way – more determined. This was a game seven for them. Yeah, it was. you know, and shout out to uh, Sean Summerfield, the coach at at Chan for getting this win. Bloomfield, Did I say Summerfield. Yeah, I don't know where I got yep. Summerfield. Uh, Bloomfield, thank you. Shout out to him for getting that win. That's a big it's a huge win, win for him. Just yeah. in his confidence and what he's building at Chanhassen, it's huge. I think this is actually a good loss for Tonka at this point I of the too. season. I and, too. and it's a good one to regroup. Um, and the last score is Rogers two, St. Cloud regular zero. That's a confusing score. That should be twelve zero. It it should be, it, and it was close to the third period too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm, that's an interesting one. Yeah. yeah, part of why Rogers is not number one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You mm-hmm. can't do that. You can't do that. Uh, any other games, Danny? No, I think Tony. Why don't you take away the um, Summon orthopedic interview with senior Wyzetta goaltender Will Ingman. Thank you, Danny. We have our Summit Orthopedics player profile this week. Will Ingman, goaltender from Wyzetta. How are you doing today, Will? Good, how are you? Good. Uh, you got big shoes to fill. Gavin Thorson was in last week. Uh, you think you can equal him or better? In pickums. In everything. Uh, I think I should be able to do better. You can do better. I don't know. I, I, I think you can too. We got uh, a fun session here. We got some pickums uh, as well. I'm looking forward to this interview. Uh, just based on our pre-show uh, interview, I think you're going to kick some tail. Um, yeah. All right, let's get started. Let's talk a little. I got a weird question. Usually, it's about you and goaltending and your youth career, but I just had this moment uh, back a few years ago. Teddy Townsend had a slap shot goal in Regions against Wyzetta. Uh, last second goal, and it makes Sports Center, uh, and it's un- an unbelievable moment. Like, like it's like, where were you? And I bet every Wyzetta goalie, I mean, from senior in high school down to squirts, maybe in mites, was kind of crying that day when that goal went. Do you remember that? And where do you, where were you when that all went down? Uh, 
Uh, I do remember it. Um, I don't know where I was, but I do remember it getting sent to me. My Bantam coach telling me, um, getting the video sent to by a lot of my friends. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it, it was pretty known around the hockey community and why is that what happened? So yes, yeah, it was a crazy moment. Uh, it's yeah. kind of as a goaltender, that's kind of your worst nightmare, you know, getting a goal scored on last second slap shot like that. Have you ever had moments like that where you're like, oh, I can't believe I just did that. Did you ever have one of those moments too as a goalie? Oh, plenty. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you realize like that one second at the end of the game can really, it's, it's actually like a long time. I don't know what game it was, but they got a shot in the last like two seconds and it like, it was a face off and it felt like it took like 30 seconds, the whole play, but yeah, it's crazy. That is good. That is good. Okay. So, well, you're a three-year starter in net for YZ. What has changed in the last three years for you? Just as a growth standpoint, why is that a tense not to take underclassmen on their roster? It's usually a deep, you know, upperclassmen roster. How has that changed, you know, being a sophomore starter to a senior captain? Um, It's definitely changed, you know, going into like my sophomore year, I had to prove my, to myself and my teammates that I could play at the level like I knew Pat knew for sure he had trust in me and I just had to go out there and do it um but you know I take a few games in I finally got like the handle of it I'd say um then like last year I had to you know I progressed and would like try to build off that and like have a better season than which I think I did and then this year I gotta you know do better but like I also gotta lead my teammates because I remember like these past two years, like the captains we've had, they've done a really good job of leading me and my teammates. So I'm just trying to fill in their shoes and uh, do that with my teammates. Who are some of those captains that were leading you when you were a sophomore or junior when you were younger that you kind of looked up to and kind of helped lead the team? Um, My sophomore year, the captains were – so one of them actually left, Tucker Ness. Yeah. He was gonna be oh, yeah. 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 He went to juniors. Yeah, um, it was cart. So it started with um, Hayden Davidson, Cole Sauer, um, and then I, it was I stumped Carson. you here. Yeah, this pop what? quiz. Time. I stumped you. Yeah, gosh. it's a little actually, harder than we were this playing this week. Right on top of my tongue. What? Never mind. Carl had a good one though. It's harder than uh, Jason Chagabay didn't know who his who his opponents were this week. Maybe we'll get oh, you right. on that trick question coming up here. Uh, but then it was like then Carson Peters became captain later on in the season. Hmm. Um, so uh, it was a mid-season awarding. No, it was like two weeks. It was two weeks after because because huh. um, you know Tucker left. So then they sure. added him. Hmm. You know, I really. I, Okay, this is on top of my head. Dad? <laughs> Dad? Dad? Oh, we win. We win. On, Here Dad. comes Brian to the rescue. Who, who, is our, who is the other captain? Oh, three captains. Okay. There we go. So you didn't need yeah. your dad. Oh, you had him. Yeah. You had him. There you go. You had him. Uh, but, but, you know, the reason I, I like, kind of sums because that year, like, it wasn't even just the captains that were captains. Like, all the seniors were like cat, like they were 
all captains. Like I remember in playoffs, it was like scary how like much they bought in. So it was like <laughs> that year, it wasn't like I couldn't tell the captain from a different senior. It was just like the whole group was like a captain like group. So it was, that's why like I always, when I think back to it, I'm like, I forgot who the captains were. Cause like I could list off all the guys. I'm like, they could have been captain easily on any team. So I, a quick question. We go back to your, your sophomore year was the COVID year. Yeah, um, yeah. And you guys made it to state big win too, by the way. And there was 500 people in the building at the time when you made <laughs> it to state. Um, yeah. And then you had the, the, the Hill Murray thing. What was going on in your head when you were playing, not playing, move the game. Remember that whole, you know, 48 hours was kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, well, I remember it was the night before. I'm pretty sure class a was playing. And I was like, okay, well I'm playing in this rink tomorrow. Um, I was then like the nerves started kicking in the morning of, and then we heard about the Hill Murray thing. I'm like, Oh my gosh, what is this? What's going on? Triple mask right now. (laughs) Yeah. I was, and then like, we were talking about like, maybe not even playing at, I'm pretty sure it was like, or cause Pat really wanted to play cause he didn't want to like, Oh, all right. See ya. Like we're on to the center. He wanted to play. Yeah. So he, well, probably part of the reason, part of the reason is, you want to get that momentum. You yeah, get, yeah, for sure. Right. Well, and know play. what it was like going into that race, yes. too. Yeah, exactly. And we were like, I'm pretty sure at one point there was like, he mentioned like he was talking about maybe doing it at a different rank, but I don't know how that would have gone down. But like, it was, it was crazy. So then when that happened, I was kind of just in shock. Like, this, they, like, I was more like, felt so bad for the home Larry players. So I'm like, these kids like been dreaming about the playing at the tourney since they're little kids, even though there's no fans, but like still playing at the X, you know, right, for yeah. state championship. It's like, like, I still think of it. Like the, the other day I thought about, it, I'm like, wow, that like, yeah, that happened. Yeah. That, yeah. That happened. Like, I can't imagine that happening to my team. I'm like, wow. But then uh, the next day, Pat was like, trying to see if we like get like a morning skate there or something like to like just feel out the X weren't able to do that. And then got to the rink. We warmed up at like the state Capitol or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then uh, we went in like had 30 minutes to get dressed, which is like more than we had during the season. <laughs> Played the game lost. And then we, Came back to the locker room, then the XLRG worker came in, like, you got 10 minutes to get out. And I'm like, look, I'm like, my whole team's balling here. You know, just like a little more than 10 minutes. No. Oh, yeah. We had, we interviewed, uh, the coach from Maple Grove a couple weeks ago. And he, and like, you know, that crushing loss that they had, uh, to late. To no, EP, yeah. to EP, EP. and yep. I'm like, what are you doing? He goes, yeah, their career is over, and I have a ten minutes to talk to these kids. Yeah. It's just brutal. That was well, really they changed. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> keep <sighs> keep taking off that skate. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> get your skates off. Be undressed. Uh, Be awful, undressed. Yeah. Skate guards on if you don't want to oh take my them God. off. Crazy, crazy. <laughs> Carl, you got the uh, final question for Will before we jump into the picks. Sure. So. You know, well, I, wait, I've known wait, it's wait, before, before we start, yeah. uh, Will, Carl, do you admit to being the show's greatest fan of Wyzetta? 
Yeah, I mean, I am a white Zeta simp. This is known. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but, but there's a reason for it. Because it's gross. There's a track it's record. It's actually gross. You know, you look at the number of times they've gone to state, you know, with the talent they had in that section, you know, it's like they consistently overachieved. That's why I always pick white Zeta. Overachieved? Oh. Yeah. Oh. Literally, their hockey association has 15,000 members. That's not overachieving. Give me a break. Compared to a, compared to a dino? Some of these Benil teams? They're, Come they're, on. They're, yeah, whatever. That's okay. not overachieved. I mean, I love why is that, and they're good, but overachieve is not one of the words the, I use. You also got to take into account we lose we lose players to Benil. Here we go. Oh, Here we go. Exactly. Here we and go. They, 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 Adam Marshall, yeah. Tyson. They, they went to state the year they you know won eight games. You know there was a similar. They did. Year did any of those that? kids that, that left? Going. Did any of those kids that left go to state? I, no. 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 Marshall. Well, I don't. Want, I don't know if I want to say it. Four second places in a row. But... <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Yep, I love it. I'm still buddies with them, but just a barb, a good barb. Good barb goes a long way. I love it. I love it. So, so anyway, um, where I was going with this was, you know, why that is. I think a big part of that success is rock solid defense or just really great systems, really, you know, consistently solid year after year, no matter who's in front of you. And how is that as a goalie having that, that defense in front of you? Uh, you know, it, it's great. Uh, I mean, it's like, it makes, it makes it easy to play in front of, you know, like I, I have trust in them, you know, like, and like, they're super smart. Like this year, like, especially this year, I can like, I see like stuff that happens in the period and, you know, for, I'm in the back, so, like, I see everything develop and all that. And I'll talk to them after periods and let them know, and then they'll apply it to the game, and they'll change. And so it's, like, it's super nice. And we have great D coach, Miles Deeth, that helps out a ton. And, like, D, get out there before practice, work on drills with him. He's a super, like, skills coach. Pretty sure he runs, like, his Instagram account with a lot of drills and stuff. So he always got drills to work on for the D, so... Yeah, then let's talk about this year's team a little bit too. And like this year, like you actually have some offensive firepower in front of you. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, you do. We got start with the freshman Jacob Kwasnica. Yeah, I'm going to see Danny cool. pronounce that name for the next four years. It's going to be it, awesome. Yeah. I hope he yes. goes to the development <laughs> program so that yeah, name. I don't know just... How many years he'll be pronouncing it for? Because he he's really good. Um. But he just goes by the name Quaz. Okay, I can, like, I can do Quaz. Okay, good, yeah. you good for you. Call him Quaz. Quaz coming down the ice. Okay, Quaz. I, like I can get behind that. Yeah. Um. So he's really good. You know, he's like, he's not even like, he doesn't play scared out there. He's like, plays like a veteran. Um, Fours. Then we got like the four sophomores from last year coming back. Reese Wallen, super good. Luke Miller, really good shot. Jake Matthews, super good, like down low. And um, why am I? Who did I? Madison. Matt. Matt. What? Matson. 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 I said Matson. Yeah. Uh, the fourth one was uh. What? There we go. Britton Alstead. That's what. That's what it was. Britton Alstead. Alstead. He's, got the, he's got the best breakaways I think I've seen ever. Like really? after practice. Oh my gosh! He comes in moving side to side, and like looking super tight, and then somehow like flip it bar down. Do you think that class, that sophomore class, now juniors, uh, them winning state, uh, they bring a little extra swagger than most oh, other kids? Yeah, they for sure do. Um, 
They sometimes remind me that they've won state and I haven't. So. <laughs> <laughs> I was just curious. I was just curious. I just let them know my dad was on the bench for their team, so I part of me did win state. Oh, good. Oh, Your last go. name won. That's go. good. That's good. All uh, right. Yeah. Uh, well, that kind of wraps up the interview portion. We're going to do some pick'ems. We'd love to stick around. You want to do picks with us? Yeah, for sure. I'd love to. All right. Uh, before we get to that, Danny's going to read off some other games that didn't make the pick'em slate uh, for today. Okay, so the Dinah Holiday Classic is this week which is probably one of the more underwhelming Edina Holiday Classics of all sure time. Is. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like we had a couple of years ago a bad one, too. Yeah, I think so. The year after Hain, like the 8th, yeah. 17. Yeah, when Rapids went off the cliff. Yes. And Elk did yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Same so. time. So, as a reminder, it's Elk River, Eden Prairie, Grand Rapids, Edina, playing a round-robin tournament starting on Thursday, ending on Sunday. Saturday. Well, no, because the game will end at okay. midnight. Because <laughs> it will end on Sunday. <laughs> hey, if that happens, do they have to stop the game? Oh, that's a great. Because <laughs> they're question. not allowed to play on Sunday. That's a great question. I don't have the answer to that yet. Yeah, I'll look into that for you. Okay. Well, I mean, Will's dad, Brian, is a, a school administrator. You might want to ask. Dad well, I mean, he's just off screen, huh? showing some cue cards. It looks like so. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, okay, Creton and Benilde play on Thursday in the So Help Me God game. They need a win. Um, <laughs> Chanhassen and Gentry, Matamidi and Hill, um, Saint Cloud Cathedral and Little Falls in a Pibble Five A matchup. Mm-hmm. Andover and Champlin. Um, also play St. Thomas Holy Family on Saturday. Lakeville South, Lakeville North is coming up Kayla. this week. And Eastview and Lakeville South again. So a couple of Lakeville South games to round that out. But that's all I got. Let's go to picks. Uh, before we do that, let's thank our sponsor, Summit Orthopedics. Uh, uh, great facilities, 11 in the Twin Cities, all over the Twin Cities. Uh, I got a chance to... Meet the doctor who gave me my surgery again, Dr. Pepin, uh, a little shoulder surgery a couple of years ago. Uh, fun to meet up with him and learn a bit about his education, about his family, um, and he's a hockey dad on top of that. So the, these doctors that are coming out in, to our events and participating, they're coming because they love hockey and love the game. So if you're going to go to Summer Orthopedics, you'll run into a lot of people who are fanatics about the game and fanatics about what they do so huge shout out to them for their support of today's programming check them out at summitorthopedics.com kayla do you have last week's pickums do we need to we, we don't need to talk about those i, Keep I moving. think i'd like to I, dig I, in a little I bit think, i think we could learn some from last week yeah so last week gavin thorson was our guest um, how did gavin do um, I'm gonna be fully honest. I did not prepare for this. I'm sorry. <laughs> I yeah. have the pick. sheet over there. I have the picks. I have the picks okay. that you picked. I just don't have the winners. So okay. if you can tell me the winners, yeah, we'll we can do that. I got. I won. I had three out of five. Oh, okay. So White going. Bear Lake versus Stillwater. Stillwater. Won. Stillwater. So Tony and Danny yep. got a point there. Uh, Little Falls versus Alexandria. Little Falls. Little Falls. Danny, you took that win. Single-handedly. Let's go to Dairy Queen. YZ versus uh, Benilde St. Margaret's. Um, Will, who won that game? What? Who won the Benilde? Zeta won. won. Number one. So Danny, Gavin, and Carl. Um, Monticello versus Cambridge Isanti. Monticello won. That was a Tony single-handed win. Of course. And Andover 
was Dan uh, Andover versus Rogers. 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 Rogers was Tony and Carl. So Tony won with <laughs> it's guess again. I got, I got three. It, it, it oh. never gets old. I got. Three. Did you both get three then? Yeah. I Tony's win. trying to take I win the every win. week. Well, I win every week. We tied. I win. Every week except for the previous week. <laughs> we tied. Zero. You got zero. I win every week. Okay. So remember who won this week, Will? When I, you know, you might yeah. want to you want to pick with me when we get to the picks. Just stick right. with me, okay? Stick with me. Okay. Tony, lead him off. Last what, week what? was a fluke. All right. First game. Uh, <laughs> Where is this game? East Grand Forks and Warroad. That is at the Garden on really? Olympic size ice. All right. East Grand Forks and Warroad. I can't go against Warroad here. I'm going to go with Warroad, number one in the state. Carl. Or two, depending on who you ask. They're, they're number two, but they will win this game. All right. Carl, you got Warroad as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah, bring out the brooms because I'm going Warroad too. Oof. Olympic size ice, I War- think, favors the snipers. Okay. All right. Will, who do you got in this one? You go up to War Road. Yeah, we do later in the season. Um, I'm going to go with War Road. All right. We all got War Road. We gooched them. I now, do it. they have a better goaltender than Wyzetta? I, I don't know. Hampton, he's a really good goalie. <laughs> uh, I, I've got to know him over the summer, and he's super nice. Um, I haven't skated with a ton, though. I mean, we skated a little bit in like, Canada and like national camp, but... He's really good. So get a battle against him again this this uh this winter. All right. Next session, <laughs> Rogers and Tonka. Is this at Pagel? This game is at Pagel. All right. Ooh, this is a good one. Uh Carl, you get to go first on this one. This is a good one. Um I'm leaning Rogers. That's my answer right there. Uh Danny. Chan game was a fluke. Chan was more up for it than Tonka. That won't be the case in this game, Tonka. You go Tonka. All right, this is a tough one. Will, what do you got? Rogers, Tonka. I, yeah, I gotta go. With, I gotta go with Rogers. I think they're really. Yeah. <laughs> I love uh, that pick. I love that pick. I'm gonna go against you. I'm gonna go Tonka as well. I like the pick because you're picking against the late conference, and you're gonna have to yeah. play those guys twice this year. Those are yeah. going to be great games. Yeah, I'll probably be at both, I would think. I think or one of Paggles on Valley Sports, for sure. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's that's, that's going to be a good one. That's huge. Yeah, I saw assistant coach Steve Aronson out at the Lumberjack Cup, and he's like, yeah, we're going to have some battles with those guys. Speaking of you, you know, it was in a good way, not in a bad way. <laughs> like, excited for good hockey, you know. All right, game three, Eastview at White Bear Lake. Uh Sure. Why? No. <laughs> yes, it's at White Bear Lake. Okay. Who do you got, Danny Ryan? Um, I'm gonna go. Uh, that's a hard one. That's I'm gonna why go. You got him. I'm gonna go Eastview. I'm and I'm not confident in that. Yeah, low confidence. Low confidence, just because of the Centennial cross score on it. Yeah. All right. Well, who do you got in this one? Eastview at White Bear Lake. Oh, it's at White Bear Lake. Yeah, um, yeah that lovely rink. I mean, it sets yeah, apart the that, Apple Valley the rink, which you probably skated at, yeah. which is a gym, and then yeah. the White Bear Lake rink, which is less than a gym. Not good. <laughs> um, you know, I think I'm going to go with Eastview. I mean, I haven't really paid attention to those two teams. I'm just going to go with Eastview. They made it to, like, the section second finals. Yeah, they, they sure did. Yep. Yeah. I'm going to go against Will again here. I'm going to go White Bear Lake. 
Carl? Yeah, I think I'm going with the Bears, too. All right. I think we'll have some good pick-ems results. Yeah. I think this is an even-up game. I do, too. I don't know what it shows with either of them, but it's still, if the score is lopsided, it shows me something. Right, right. All right, here's a good game. I, I'm glad we got this one on the... On the so, a little first. bit about this game. It's a 4 o'clock start on Friday. What? Yeah. <laughs> is that legal? <laughs> <laughs> Ask your dad. <laughs> dad! You just got a 310. <laughs> That's insane. Why? Because it's JP the, would have to start early. Yeah, JP started at 2. <laughs> well, I, okay, it's it's a 4 o'clock game because it's a reschedule from the snowstorm that happened two weeks ago, so that's why. And mm. also, it was just the, what worked with the youth schedule. That yeah, shocked I guess me. so. I guess I so. know. It's a shame crazy, I would crazy. be at this game. All right, when is it? Friday? Friday. Hmm, that might be a game I might make. Yeah. It's perfect. Is it at Shock Pier Chanasson? Shock. Oh, I might be there. <laughs> I like how that sets up to my weekend. Yes. All right. Um, could they be more four o'clock games? That'd be great. No. All right. No. I no. would love that. All right. Um, you go first, Will, <laughs> on this one. Chan Hassan Shakopee. Uh, I know. I know Chan. Chan. Yeah. 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 Is it because of the win? Yeah. I no, I you know I actually know a few guys on their team. Who? So Evan, Evan Miller and uh the goalie Cam Hendrickson. Cam's a so good goalie. I, yeah, he is. He played really good the other day, so I, I think they'll get it done. Okay. All right. Um I geez, this is tough. I I agree. I know, right? I'm gonna I'm gonna go chant too. I think I think we I smell a goocher coming here. Yeah. I think I do. Carl's probably got Yo. him. You know I'm on the Chan Hassan bag. Yes. Wagon. Yeah, this is like your new little. Yeah. Chan so Hassan's probably top five. top five. Yeah, you can tell when this part of this interview was scheduled before the rankings came out. So uh, who do you got? Chan? Carl? Yeah. Danny, yeah. if you're smart, you go You go Shakopee here. Here's why I'm going Shakopee. Love it. I love it. Thursday yes. night, Chan Hassan plays at Gentry. That lovely less than a oh. gymnasium that is over an hour away from Chanhassen. Okay. Yeah. So they're gonna get home probably close to midnight to get up now and play a four o'clock game after school the next day. I'm going shock. Okay. Is it possible? I don't know who's the hands off. Pick. Yes. Is there a judge here? Can I go shock P now or Carl no. gonna hold me to that? No. No, you're no. once a pick is once it's an it's ink. Down. It's okay. an ink. Okay, yeah. fine. You fine. gave your yeah. final answer. I know, but I was I was fifty fifty, and I'm like, eh, lean that. Do way. your research. No, that's like. not 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 even that's not even why I was doing it for. I think I can pick up point. I think you're gonna get this and yeah, knock all three of us out. I'm trying to. Boom, boom, boom. I was trying to hedge. I was trying to hedge there. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Last but not least, uh, does Wyzetta go up to Andover? Actually, yeah, I we, should I should ask Will. Do you... Yes, I, I I believe we do. I believe we do. <laughs> don't look off don't camera, look. <laughs> Dad. Don't help him. Need the cue card. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was priceless. Absolutely priceless. Okay, all right. I am going to go first. I think Andover is going to, you know, turn it around, and they're going to turn it around. The former number one is going to beat the current number one. Um, this week. I'll go Andover. Carl? I don't think against Wyzetta. 
Yeah, that was predictable. Very predictable. I'll go and over for you, Tony. Casey Kasem or Caden Casey or whatever pseudonym he wants the radio to go by. Casey (laughs) is going to probably be back in this game. He played power play um, this week. That's a big deal. It's a big deal. It puts depth on that team. And that three horsemen is going to be a tough hill to climb for Mr. Aikman over here. I agree. All right, last. Who goes here? Oh, Will, it's your turn. Yeah. Uh, Do you, you realize now we've never had a guest pick against his team? You can be that you person. You can be that guy. You can be a leader. Think, you're a leader. I think, I think you're going to have to wait till next week. But I'm, I'm picking the Trojans. All right, all right. That's no. fair enough. That's fair enough. Well, Wow, what a very fun show we yep. had here today. Um, we had our like to sh- shout out our sponsors, the Red and Black League, uh, Summit Orthopedics, and of course, Jack's, Jack's Cafe, Cafe. Uh, for their sponsorship of the show. Uh, thanks to Kayla for putting it together, Danny and Carl as well. And a ben. huge shout out to you, Will, for joining us. We had a blast getting to know you. Uh, Will Igman from the Wyzetta Trojans. Good luck the rest of your Will. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Well, great show. Thanks a lot. We'll see everybody around the rink. Love is a burning thing. And it makes a fiery ring.